block sports. Big 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 block sports. This is episode five. B stands for baller. Five B, where we do our week five. NFL picks and predictions. Got a great lineup for this Sunday. Again, more division games. Uh, We have our first game overseas. NFL London is officially kicked off. Game's probably going to be trash, but we're going to pick it anyway. Um, I got the NFL schedule up here, so let's not waste any time. Let's get right. Let's get right down to business, right? Because that's why we're here. We're here for the business. You know, if you want to hear me talk football, episode A, 5A for awesome, you can run back to that. If you're here to talk ballerific stuff, B for baller, 5B, we're going to get into week five picks here. Our first game, Thursday night, Thursday night game, Los Angeles at Seattle. Got Los Angeles coming off the L, right? Taking the L off Arizona, from Arizona, I should say, they're probably... Feeling a little low. Seattle, feeling a little high. Definitely escaped Levi Stadium with a dub um, despite their defensive inefficiency. Los Angeles at Seattle. I think the Rams come back for blood in this game. I do not think Seattle will win. I think Los Angeles will take the Thursday night game. And I'm, I'm just happy that, and don't get it twisted, all the Thursday night games have been somewhat entertaining but this one at least there's like a you know los angeles seattle there's a little there's a little something there so i appreciate this week's thursday night game los angeles at seattle and again i got los angeles taking the dub new york jets versus the atlanta falcons again same kind of situation jets on a high came back and beat the titans Came back and beat the Titans. Tennessee, what is you doing? Um, and Atlanta. Um, who did Atlanta play last week? Dang, that was a tough game. Atlanta had against Washington. Um, dang, that was a really good game. But again, they lost. So we got one team coming in high, one team coming in low. And again, this game. Uh. For both teams, because they're both East Coast teams, technically with the time change, because this game will be in London, it's going to be at 9.30 in the morning. So it's really like, yo, anybody's game? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not willing to pick the Jets yet. I'm sorry, Jets. My cousin is a Jets fan. We harass him all day. Um, And... You know, when they did get the win last week, we we're like, hey, enjoy it, celebrate it, because it's not going to come a lot. Um, and I think they will take another L this week versus Atlanta. I know Atlanta has been inconsistent, but again, n- game overseas for a new team, new quarterback, new coaching staff. Um, Matt Ryan has been there. Um, you know, he's, a, he's a, a, a veteran presence for that team. He's been, I want to say he's played in the, in the United Kingdom as well. Um, so I'm I'm gonna take Matty Ice over the New York Jets. 
Uh, this is a next game is a sneaky good game. It's a one o'clock game. Green Bay at Cincinnati. I think Cincinnati's playing good ball. They're playing great defense. I think Green Bay um, could be beat, but I do not think they will be beat. I will still take Green Bay over Cincinnati. Again, I think everybody's really excited about Joe Burrow. He is um, running the offense uh, at a good clip. Jamar Chase is 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 slowly turning into a offensive rookie of the year favorite. Defensively, I really got to go look at the Bengals' depth chart. Um, I know I, I want to say they have a, a good corner um, that they brought in during free agency, but I will I will still take Green Bay over Cincinnati. I don't think Cincinnati's right. I think they're on their way up, but I don't think they're at that Green Bay, um, Arizona level just yet. Um, so Green Bay over Cincinnati. The game is in Cincinnati, but I still think Green Bay takes the dub. Minnesota, it's Detroit at Minnesota. I think if it was the other way around, I might kind of go, but you know, I'm 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 down on the lines again. Um, I saw I saw them play good against the 49ers. I saw them play good against the Packers. I saw them play really good against the Ravens, and they let me down. And like that Raven, um, then they I took them the following week against the Bears because I felt like well the Bears looked exceptionally terrible the week before, and then they lost. Um, so I am taking Minnesota over Detroit. Again, Minnesota was out of all the 0-2 teams when I did that episode. I was literally going back and forth between Indy and Minnesota. And the only reason why I didn't pick Minnesota is because of the division that they play in. It's going to be very difficult for them to make it out. Whereas, again, we talked about the Colts. We talked about the Colts thick deep and thick in the AFC playoffs right now as far as the division. But I'm taking Minnesota over Detroit. Sorry, Lions. I'm really sorry about that. Denver at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh started out with the upset win over Buffalo, and then it's just kind of been floundering since then. And I don't feel very confident in Pittsburgh right now. Denver even though they just took a loss, uh, even though there's a lot of stories about who they played. And, you know, now that they finally faced um, a team with a winning record, they lost. But I think they turn it back around against Pittsburgh. Um, I know that Pittsburgh has an exceptional defense, a great pass rush, uh, great defensive backs. Minka Fitzpatrick, Nelson is really good, too. Teddy Bridgewater will keep the ball safe. Melvin Gordon will run. Those wide receivers will run. I'm sorry, will catch the ball. And um, Denver's defense is just as good as any uh, defense uh, in the AFC. Sort of. <laughs> but I think they have enough defensively and offensively to overcome Pittsburgh. I think Ben is a shell of himself. Just a FYI, I dropped him from my fantasy team. He was the backup. I dropped him as a backup. I just let you know how I feel about Big Ben. He was a backup, and I was like, mm, let me bring an extra tight end in. <laughs> uh, so, I, I, yeah, I dropped Big Ben. Um, 
Miami at Tampa Bay. Uh, this is usually a usually this game is tough because it's Miami and New England. Um, and Miami and New England always seem to play each other really tough. But at this point, Miami at Tampa Bay in Raymond James Stadium. I am going to take the Tampa Bay Buccaneers over the Miami Dolphins. Again, I know mm, Jacoby Brissett is um, is the backup. Is he the most effective backup? Not really. Is he the worst backup? Not at all. Um, but, that, you know, he is what he is. I don't think he has the ability to um, overcome Tom Brady and that Tampa Bay offense. I know defensively they're really banged up. They still have two of the best linebackers in the NFL uh, in the middle on defense. And Todd Bowles still calls a great game defensively. I think they overwhelmed Brissett. I think they confused Jacoby Brissett. And I think Tampa Bay takes the dub um, there at home versus Miami. New Orleans at Washington. Now, this is one of those games where it's like, okay, which team is going to show up? Because we've seen Washington excel and then we've seen washington flounder right and we've seen new orleans beat green bay and then flop you know the very next week so both of these teams up and down new orleans at washington i'm gonna assume new orleans is probably the favorite in this game just given washington's track record and them being in the nfc east basically in the nfc east you're already a three-point underdog just because of the <laughs> just because of the division you're in, but and I'm doing a live and a lot and I'm analyzing this live right now, which is why you're hearing some pausing. Um I like New Orleans defensively. Not entirely sure offensively, they 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 got it going just yet. I think the Latavius Murray, you know, release is affecting them a lot more than they probably thought. You know, Alvin Kamara is an excellent back. He is not an every down back, not because of his ability, simply because he's not the largest, um, you know, running back when it comes to every down, banging between the trenches. Not saying he's soft, not saying he's finesse, but just physically, he's a smaller running back compared to the defensive lineman and the linebackers trying to tackle him. Whereas Latavius Murray gave them that power back. And then when they were beat up and tired of getting ran over from Latavius Murray, then Kamara came in and ran by them. Um, so I'm thinking that is hampering their offense more than they assumed. Jameis is Jameis is Jameis. Damn, you know, and like all the time I took my boy Jameis and they, they I want to say they won or lost. I really like Taylor Heineke, though. Um, again, great story. I think he's like a math teacher, math professor or something when they called him up because Alex Smith got injured. Spent some time, you know, in the AFL. <clears throat> um, Washington's defense has been underwhelming this season, though. I expected a lot more from Chase Young, Josh Sweat, um, Payne in the middle, uh, Bostic at linebacker. 
expected a lot more from them defensively. And I'm I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the New Orleans Saints in this one. It's a tough decision. Again, I think it'll be a really close game. I think the New Orleans Saints have a little more offensively, just a just like a point more than Washington because uh Terry McLaurin for Washington is is excellent. Um but I'm gonna I'm gonna take Sean Payton over Riverboat Ron for this week. Maybe I'll be right. Maybe I'll be wrong. We'll see. Philadelphia at Carolina. Again, even though Carolina lost against the Cowboys, it was a great game. They showed they could hang with the big dogs. Not saying the Cowboys were the big dogs, but they hung with the Cowboys, if that counts for something. The Cowboys hung with the Buccaneers, so it counts for something. Um, they're playing Philadelphia. I think Philadelphia, again, got off to a great start, showed a lot of promise. I think now that the season has gotten started, Nick Serrani is, is I don't want to say he's in over his head, but any first-year coach um, is going to have the learning curve, and I think he's just kind of going through that curve now. I will take Carolina over Philadelphia. I do think Carolina is missing a CMC a lot more than they maybe anticipated. I know Chuba Hubbard is a very effective back. He's in, He was a very productive back in college. But um, despite the injury to CMC, I still think DJ Moore, DJ Moore's a great wide receiver. Sam Donald, just, just keep throwing him the ball. You know, Tommy Tremble, uh, another rookie that they're really uh, getting a lot out of at tight end for Carolina. So I'm taking Carolina in this game. I know Philadelphia, again, has a great defense, um, but offensively still trying to figure it out. Tennessee at Jacksonville. Tennessee, bro. Tennessee at Jacksonville. Another division game. I want to take Tennessee. Like, I want to take Tennessee because on paper, they're the better team, right? Derrick Henry. Ryan Tannehill was the comeback player of the year, I believe, two years ago. Um, Defensively, I don't know a lot about Tennessee. I got to go look at their depth chart. But I know offensively, Jacksonville, Lubica Chanel, um, Robinson at running back, Trevor Lawrence. They brought in Marvin Jones. Defensively, I'm not really sure who plays defense for Jacksonville right now. Last Jacksonville, I defense, last Jacksonville defense I remember had like Calais Campbell and Jalen Ramsey. And uh, there's a linebacker. What was his name? I forgot his name, but he was really fast. But that was the last Jacksonville. I want to say that was when, um, dang, what is this guy's name? Blake Bortles was the quarterback. That was the last dominant Jacksonville defense I remember, and I'm pretty sure none of those guys are playing for them right now. Pretty sure the line is going to tell me to take Tennessee also. In Jacksonville, Tennessee's coming off a, a heartbreaking loss to the New York Jets in overtime. They lost also to, well, I guess now that Arizona is undefeated, it wasn't that shocking of a loss. Um, but again, Tennessee's two and two. 
They lost to the Jets. They lost to Arizona. I'm gonna I'm gonna give Tennessee one more week. You got one more week, Vrabel. One more week. I'm gonna give you guys this is a, this is a layup game against the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm gonna give you guys that Tennessee Titans over the Jacksonville Jaguars. Next game, New England at Houston. And I think New England showed a lot defensively. I think Judon is an excellent defensive piece for them. I think their linebackers um, and their defensive line are very effective. I think their defensive backs are very effective. I think they gave, despite the offensive weaponry that Tampa Bay came into the game with, they held Tom Brady in that offense to 19 points. And it was a hard-fought 19 points. Um, it wasn't like they were running up and down the field. You know, it was a, a lot of throws that Brady had to make that were difficult. So I like the New England defense. I think Mac Jones showed, hey, he didn't, I wouldn't say he lost the game for them. Now, obviously, he threw, um, there were some turnovers. But I wouldn't say overall he was the reason why New England lost. I would say Tampa Bay won that game more than New England did something to lose it, which is why I am taking New England over Houston. And this matchup, originally, when you think New England-Houston, you're like, wow, this is going to be a blowout. It's not as – these teams are no longer as far apart as they were several seasons ago. I think with this season, New England trying to re – Re, um, restart that dynasty, right, with Mac Jones, with a stout defense. Um, they brought in, they spent a lot of money in free agency on offensive talent. Houston, what's the plan, bro? But again, there's there's uh, Brandon Cooks over there. Uh, there's Mark Ingram over there. Those dudes are NFL players. They can score. They can run. Whitley Merciless still plays for the Houston Texans. How long has Whitney Merciless been in the league? I don't know, but... I'm taking New England at Houston. That's our last one o'clock game. New England at Houston. Chicago at Las Vegas. I think that'll be another sneaky good game. I think both teams will do their best to lose. I've already picked Justin Fields like twice to win, and he's lost both times. Um, or I should say, sorry, I picked Justin Fields to win, and they lost. Then I picked the other team against Justin Fields to win, and then they won. So I I got beef with Justin Fields right now. Um, I, again, I like the Raiders. I like I li I like what they have going on defensively. They There were some hits in that game versus the Chargers, uh, especially Arnett flying – not Arnett. Ar I can't remember the safety name right now. I probably got a concussion watching him, but they have a safety – he was hurt last season. Uh, he came back this season. He's playing hard. I like Las Vegas over Chicago. I think offensively, again, I know we saw some struggles against the Chargers defense, but there is no, well, there is a Khalil Mack <laughs> on the Chicago Bears. Um, but outside of that, there's not a Derwin James. Um, there's not a Kenneth Murray. There's not a, um, there's not the talent on the Chicago defense overall that was on that Chargers defense. So I am taking the Las Vegas Raiders over the Chicago Bears in week five. 
Oh, this is going to be another good – this is going to be a lot of good games this week. Los Angeles – sorry, Cleveland at the Los Angeles Chargers. Two really different teams when we think about fundamentals, when we think about how they play football, when we think about both sides of the ball, really, right? If we think about the Chargers offense, three wide, four wide, Austin Eckler is – Obviously a running back, but he's 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 an exceptional pass catcher out of the backfield. He caught a touchdown yesterday. Cleveland is almost the opposite. They got two great running backs. They're gonna run the ball. They may take a shot every now and then, but for the most part, they're gonna ball control you and and get home with that defense. Whereas on the the in their defense, I should say, you know, is basically the front four is very stout. Whereas Los Angeles really likes to mix up, mix it up on the defensive end. We saw a lot of different formations on the defense by the Chargers. A lot of different looks for Derek Carr to work through. Excuse me. And it's a tough game to pick. Excuse me. Cleveland at Los Angeles. I'm going to stick with the Chargers. You know, again, I, 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 I don't think Cleveland is a bad team. I don't think they're a great team. I just think the difference of styles, again, another home game at Los Angeles for them. I think Brandon Staley uh, showed last night he's an effective coach. Well, he's been showing all season he's an effective coach. The Chargers will be a contender, just like Cleveland will be in the AFC I think this is a great step-up game for the Chargers. They beat the Browns. People will know they are for real. What would it mean for the Browns? I'm not really sure. At least for me, I've never been high on the Browns. Um, I like the Los Angeles Chargers to win that game. New York Giants at the Dallas Cowboys. That's an easy pick. Dallas Cowboys for sure. Now, NFC East, you never know You know, with those games. Um... New York showed a little something last week. They got their first dub. They're no longer defeated. They now have one win. Hey, and how do you get the two wins? Well, hey, you got to win the first one. So shout out to the Giants. Shout out to the Jets. But I am taking the Dallas Cowboys over the New York Giants in this one. I think Dak uh, is really, really, really trying to steal the comeback player of the year award away from Jimmy Garoppolo (laughs) or Nick Bosa. Uh, But Dak is doing a really good job offensively really putting the ball in places where his receivers can make plays. We saw Zeke come back last week and have a really strong game rushing. So I am picking the Dallas Cowboys over the New York Giants. 49ers, we got to go down into the desert and play the undefeated Cardinals. And I'm putting the Cardinals on upset alert. You're 5-0, and flying high. I see the Kyler Murray post, MVP. You know, I see it. I see it. Buda Baker, defensive player of the year. I see it. I see it. I see y'all. I see y'all, Arizona. But I'm taking San Francisco in the upset. We've had lots of practice with mobile quarterbacks this season. We've uh, started out with Jalen Hurts. Uh, We've upgraded to Russell Wilson. I think both of those gave us some good looks. For Kyler Murray, now, you know, we're going to have to put 
who do we have? We might have to put Debo Samuel at practice squad quarterback or something to to give us a look for what Kyler Murray does with his legs. Um, I think two things, if we can, if Armstead can stop rushing inside when he has outside coverage, that would prevent um, Kyler Murray from getting outside. I think if Nick Bosa, when he comes around, if he can shorten his arc, we can keep Kyler Murray in the pocket. And it's really going to be dependent on Kinlaw and DJ Jones pushing the pocket backwards so he has nowhere to go. It's really going to come down to how can we effectively pressure Kyler Murray. I think despite the injuries in the secondary, I'm thinking about the last few games. I don't think there's a quarterback that's really lit it up. I mean, Aaron Rodgers had those really two great throws. Um, Again, Russell Wilson had that one touchdown pass to DK Metcalf. Jalen Hurts had that one long pass, but I don't think there's been a quarterback that's really lit us up for three, four hundred yards as of yet. So I, I'm not overly concerned about the secondary. I think through zone coverage and, and just scheming, we can get around it. But it's really going to be, can we, can we keep Kyler Murray in the pocket? Can we prevent him from creating on the fly? Because that's where you know players start to run scramble drills. And they have some very, very fast players, um, but we also have fast players. And I like San Francisco in the upset. It's not really an upset for me. I know we're going to win. But for y'all, because y'all don't believe in us no more now that we lost two games, I'm taking San Francisco over Arizona. Let's get this division back under control. Things are getting out of control here in the division. Let's go ahead and bring it back, bring it back down to earth. San Francisco over Arizona, last second field goal. Hopefully it's not the punter kicking this time. Wow, Sunday night football. Now, despite the fact that, hey, the story, Brady, Tampa Bay coming back, great story. I didn't think the game would be that competitive, to be honest with you. Now, this game, Buffalo at Kansas City? Oof. Sunday night in front of everybody. My eyes will be locked in and I'm going to I'm going to I am going to continue to pile on my Super Bowl pick from the AFC and that will be your Buffalo Bills. Buffalo Bills will beat the Chiefs. They will beat the Chiefs at Arrowhead. Josh Allen will have a great game. Patrick Mahomes will not have a great game. I think defensively, Buffalo has a lot better chance of slowing down Patrick Mahomes than Kansas City slowing down Josh Allen. Buffalo Bills, you heard it here first, over the Kansas City Chiefs. Monday night, we got a so-so game, Indianapolis at Baltimore. I like Lamar Jackson. I like uh, what they're doing offensively despite their injuries at running back. Despite the fact that their best receiver is Sammy Watkins, who was like the third or fourth receiver of Kansas City, um, I think Sammy Watkins has had a positive effect, however, on Hollywood Brown. Even though that one game he dropped a bunch of touchdowns, I think every game you've seen him be open a lot more. You've seen him take uh, Lamar, spread the ball out a lot more with Sammy Watkins. 
and uh, Marquise Brown. And that also opened up the game for the tight ends. I want to take Indianapolis because I picked them as the most dangerous 0-2 team, but I am not going to take Indianapolis in this instance. Um, this is not an this is an AFC game, but this is not a division game. So I think I could still they could still navigate through the back door here to get because that was my prediction that they would from 0-2 still be able to make the playoffs out of the AFC South. Um, this game will not help them with that because they will lose. I am taking the Baltimore Ravens over the Indianapolis Colts. There's going to be some good games this weekend, so I hope you're ready. Let me just run back through the winners that I picked. Again, I got the Los Angeles Rams, Atlanta Falcons, Green Bay Packers, Minnesota Vikings, Denver Broncos, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, New Orleans Saints, Carolina Panthers, Tennessee Titans, New England Patriots, Las Vegas Raiders, Los Angeles Chargers, Dallas Cowboys, San Francisco, five-time champion 49ers over the Arizona Cardinals, Buffalo Bills over Kansas City, and Baltimore finishing out the week with a big win over Indianapolis. It's Big Block Sports. Week five picks, episode 5B. Make sure you check out all the episodes. Again, if you're listening or watching on YouTube, make sure you like, subscribe, hit that little notification bell so you can get alerts. If you're on Spotify, go ahead and follow. If you're on CastBox, go ahead and follow. If you're on Instagram, follow Big Block Sports. And if you got any questions, if you got any sports topics you want me to cover, bigblocksports1 at gmail.com. Big Block Sports, we out.